God and Jesus Christ whom he sent. John 17 verse 3. On the other hand, contributing authors contextualize this theology in ways that allow the life-giving word, John 1 verse 4 and 20 verse 31, to speak into and transform contemporary life. Preface The vision to write this book emerged gradually during my first few years of teaching classes on Jesus and the New Testament use of the Old Testament at Trinity College in Deerfield, Illinois. As I continued exploring the ways in which the gospel traditions about Jesus connected with Old Testament prophetic expectations, the layers of meaning and significance attached to every aspect of Jesus' ministry were laid open to me. Gradually, the importance of the covenants also came into view, providing the context in which to understand the nature of the relationship that Christians ought to have with God through Jesus, His anointed King. The result of this, very simply, was a revolution in how I related to Jesus as His follower. Rather than viewing my discipleship through a myopic apprehension of New Testament theology, I realized more deeply than ever that I had been taken up into the grand sweep of God's salvation historical drama. Consequently, I could no longer allow myself to determine the specific contours of my life as a disciple of Jesus. Rather, God's agenda and purposes became the defining context in which I was to live. Since I did not find this perspective well-developed in treatments of discipleship, I endeavored one day to write this book. I am thankful to Katya Kovret and the others at Zondervan who have provided me the opportunity to fulfill that intention. Special thanks are owed to Verlin Verbruggi, whose able editorial work and perceptive critical analysis helped me hone the theses of this book. It is also with sincere gratitude that I acknowledge the support that I have received from both Biola University and Talbot School of Theology to devote additional time and energy to this project. Apart from Biola's commitment to enabling its professors to pursue scholarship, this book may never have been written. Similarly, several of my colleagues have served as helpful sounding boards along the way. Michael Wilkins has been a particularly important source of exhortation and encouragement. The opportunities he has given me to interact with his Doctor of Ministry students in his summer discipleship classes have proven valuable, furnishing me with feedback that has helped to shape and confirm the usefulness of this approach. Additionally, Matt Williams, Ken Birding, Joanne Young, Mickey Klink, Darian Lockett, Joe Hellerman, and Tim Muehlhoff have all encouraged me to press forward, sharpening me through our many discussions. I am so blessed to work alongside them. I am also grateful for the insights that my father, Joel Lundy, and father-in-law, Howard Thompson, both gave me as they read portions of the manuscript. No less significant has been the enduring support from my partner in life and ministry, my lovely wife, Pam. Throughout this long process, when I have frequently had to spend extended hours in the office, Pam has consistently provided sincere encouragement, helpful insights, and prayerful intercession. 
For more than 25 years now, she has served as an ongoing affirmation of the enabling power of grace. I also want to thank the many students at Trinity College and Biola University whom I have had the privilege of tutoring in the life of Jesus. My interaction with them in the classroom and in countless conversations has helped to sharpen my ability to communicate these concepts clearly and accessibly. In addition, their personal responses have confirmed the effectiveness of this approach to discipleship. Several of them also read portions of the manuscript, offering incisive criticism and suggestions. John Dunn, Brian Asbill, Sam Garcia, and Jesse Chicotti are especially noteworthy in this regard. Whatever weaknesses and inaccuracies that remain are certainly my responsibility alone. Finally, I would like to acknowledge...